Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. And uh, today I got some great stuff for you. First of all, I'd like, like to thank those uh, listeners out there uh, that are tuning in. We've directed a lot of patients, friends, uh, people from our Tai Chi classes, our health classes, etc. to tune in and listen. So we welcome you or thank you for your, uh, your attendance and all those out there that are listening from uh, different parts of the state, country, maybe the world. Uh, Hope you get what you're looking for, and hope your health improves, because we are the Health Connection. Uh, today, I got some great stuff for you, and I'd like to talk to you first about about our health. Last time, the last two classes, we talked about uh, our mind and the uh, how it needs to be in the right place, the mindset, and the and the, uh, the focus, the intention, the purpose, and all that. Today, we're going to talk a little more about the physical body. As I mentioned, the uh, this is a, a training on the body, mind, spirit, so we're going to talk about, you know, Every aspect of the, the physical body, the mental, emotional aspect, the spiritual nature and everything. Otherwise, if you uh, just talk about one or focus on one, you're kind of lopsided. You're uh, missing the other the other part of the boat. So today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the physical aspects of the body. And uh, I like to talk about symptoms initially. We all have symptoms. We've all had them. We're all going to have some. So headaches, neck pain, shoulder pain. Frequent urination at nighttime, a little stomach ache, some constipation, allergies, different things like this could uh, come from time, of, you know, time to time. But uh, most people tell you what, wait till the last minute, and that's not the uh, the most smartest thing to do. It's kind of like driving down the road, and when your check engine lights going off, and you just ignore it for a while. And we've seen those folks on the side of the road that they have their hood up, and they're just stuck there on their cell phone. They don't know what to do where to go. They, uh, they waited too long, the car broke down, now it, now it doesn't run at all. And in relation to health, that's the individual that's in the emergency room. And uh, granted, some people, they really do have a serious emergency, a heart attack, unforeseen, and, and they end up in the emergency room. But sometimes the, uh, the symptom, before it turns to a big problem, it was small, and uh, it got ignored. And then it got a little more often, a little more frequent. And then uh, it got ignored as well. And then became bigger, stronger, more intense, more often. And sometimes that's enough to wake us up. But sometimes the people, they still, they just ignore it. And they keep going until one day the, uh, the symptom becomes so unbearable. It's like the person that calls my clinic and they say, hey, doc, can I come in? I got this serious problem. I'm either coming there or I'm going to the emergency room. That's how bad it is. And when they come in for treatment, a lot of times we'll go through their case history and we'll find out they've had her for, for years. And it just got to the point that they couldn't, they call it tolerate it anymore. And they finally, they, uh, they had to do something about it. And the, and the funniest thing is they, they expect a magic bullet. They think one treatment's going to fix a problem that's been there for 20 years. Well, they, uh, it kind of goes along with our culture. We are, we are a pill popper culture. We like that magic bullet. We like fast easy results, very quick. But uh, sometimes when the problem's been there for years 
in the making and we're still doing the same things that created it and we want a magic bullet there there's no such thing first of all you got to find the root cause figure out why it's there and then you got to uh, try to eliminate that at the same time fixing the uh, condition that's bothering you but these symptoms basically what they are they're 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 a message they're a message from the body that gets transferred through various systems whether it's vascular lymphatic you know nervous system digestive respiratory whatever it may be these symptoms are messages they're like an alarm clock telling you hey wake up there's something wrong take care of it and uh, if we listen correctly then we may be able to fix it we may be able to resolve it next thing we get it corrected we're off to the uh, batter's plate we're back to life to enjoy so we don't have to uh, deal with the problem but uh the, the aspect of the health, we got to think about our health. We got to focus on what the body is doing, how it's functioning. Hey, how's your energy level? I, I'd imagine you're probably like a lot of those individuals, and maybe you're not, I hope not, but you may be like those other individuals that jump out of bed in the morning just dragging. And they, the first thing they do, they got to go get their coffee. They got to get their coffee because they're so exhausted, so tired. Well, think back to when you're younger. When you used to get up out of bed, you used to get up, you have full energy, you're ready to go out the day, have fun, go play, do all your stuff. But somewhere along the road, maybe, you know, in your late 20s, hopefully not the early 20s, maybe your 30s, maybe the 40s, maybe the 50s, hopefully not even the 40s or 50s if you did a good job of taking care of your body. But somewhere down the road, we woke up and we started feeling a little different than we had when we were younger. And then we start to notice, wow, my energy's low. My energy's low, my feeling is good. So then the next thing, instead of trying to fix the problem by getting more rest, working less, letting your body restore, recuperate, you started taking stimulants. And the stimulants are good, they can make you feel happy and energized, but they just put a band-aid on the problem. And the meanwhile, your, your thyroid, your adrenal glands are getting more fatigued, more exhausted. And, uh, but you're feeling good because you're taking this coffee, the caffeine, the other things, the stimulants, and you're feeling great. And it, as the time goes, you keep going and going, and you're feeling like you're maintain, maintaining the uh, situation. But in a matter of fact, in the long run, you're exhausting your body even more so. You're fatiguing yourself even to the more extreme level. And then uh, as time goes, it's almost like you can't really come back from that unless you do some serious overhaul. Uh, life transformation, change your habits, your life pattern, because those are the ones that exhaust you in the first place. And I just want to talk a little bit about this energy aspect, because the energy, the uh, a lot of people always could use more energy. They're always looking for more. But there's nothing replaceable like a good night rest, a great dinner, a breakfast, a lunch. But a lot of people, they stay up all night on the computer, watching TV. They, uh, they eat really late. They don't sleep good. Then they got to wake up and they use stimulus to get going and they're, they have this pattern and their body is really not functioning too well. So the energy, I, I've learned a lot of different ways of energy for the body. Uh, Western medicine is very useful and it helps understand how the body has energy and why it's not there. I like it, but I like the Chinese medicine uh, a lot more. It, it makes a lot more sense and it's actually uh, very conducive to treatment and correction. So it's, 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 it's my, my personal preference just because and we can find out why the energy is no longer fix it. Sometimes the other way is not so easy to fix. But the uh, the energy, imagine all your organs in your body. you got the lungs, the heart, the liver, the pancreas, the spleen, the stomach, the kidneys. 
all these organs in your body, as you eat food and digest it and absorb it, the body working as a team, they all transform it into what we call the food essence. And this, uh, this extracted essence from all the food, it, uh, it, some of it goes to the organ to give the organ more nourishment. So the organ, of course, it needs oxygen, it needs nutrient, it needs blood flow, and all these other aspects to keep the organ functioning well. But if the organ's not functioning so optimally, what happens is uh, it starts to malfunction. And as this organ malfunctions, he connects to different aspects, different uh, things in the body, that these different functions. And when this organ malfunctions, those things that it connects to, they don't uh, work so well. And as they don't work so well, next thing there's some kind of a malfunction that happens. And then that's when the dis-ease starts, is it starts when the organ starts to malfunction. But just uh, I want you to look at all the organs. Imagine they all chip in 5% energy, and then all of a sudden the heart chips in its percent, the uh, liver chips in a percent, the spleen, the pancreas, the intestines, the lung, they all chip in their percent into the collectiveness of uh, for the whole body. And this collectiveness is what we feel as an energy. So when you feel fatigued, it's not just, you know, oh, I feel fatigued uh, one day. It's, it's, uh, that's the way it is. The whole body is starting to contribute to some type of uh, decrease in function. So our goal is to find out what organ or what system of organs is malfunctioning, not chipping in, is not working for some reason. And, and the goal is to make him come back, make his vitality restore so the function restores to optimal level. And when that organ restores to an optimal level, next thing we feel the, the, the shift back in the body, the energy come back up. And when the energy come back up, we said, wow, I feel good. I feel like I did, you know, when I was younger. Well, of course you did. The, the body function restored. So as you start to feel more tired, more fatigued, just think, hey, it's not it's not just, uh, you know, one aspect. It's the whole system is not working as a as a whole. So we've got to figure out, you know, why it's, why it's not doing that. And that's the art of the Chinese medicine. I like that because we can, we can target an organ or a system and uh, bring it back up to par and harmonize it with the rest of the body because our energy – folks is a uh, it's a collective from our whole body as, a, as one unit but our body is one unit it doesn't just get affected by itself you see our lifestyle it can have a huge impact on our health our sleeping pattern our exercise habit whether it's there or not there it can all play a factor into how we feel as as a, as a person our, uh, our the things we do every day if we're sitting at a desk every day you know, letting our blood flow just pool in our body, you know, stagnated with less oxygen. Next thing, we're starting to feel more fatigued, more tired. We're sitting in an environment, there's not fresh air, there's more stale air, there's more positive ions in the air, there's maybe even mold or something else floating around in the air, some chemicals from wherever, some air fresheners, who knows what it may be. All this stuff, it can contribute. So we, we really got to be aware of where we take our body and what we do with it. You know, it's good to always be, you know, Exposed to a clean environment, you know, fresh sunlight, fresh air, fresh oxygen, fresh food, fresh water, you know, nice organic food, you know, a variety of foods too. Because uh, another aspect I notice people, they like to, uh, they have their favorite food. So they have their favorite food and they have their favorite restaurants and favorite places to eat. So they get in this, this habit, this pattern of their diet. And um, if you look at a lot of different cultures in the world, like I've been to Colombia and Peru, Taiwan and China, 
in uh, Mexico. Their diet's quite vast, and the uh, the cool thing is they eat according to what's in season, and they get their food local. So they got a heads up on us by tenfold because we get our food shipped in from Chile. You know, I'm in Florida down here. We get our our apples from uh, Washington. We get other other foods from different parts of the world, and they they pick them. They pick them when they're not even ripe. They're they're underripe, and it's like. That's, I'll give you an analogy. Imagine a baby comes out premature. How healthy is that baby going to be? What potential of health problems is that baby going to have? Well, when you pick food too early, it's like having a baby that's premature. There's maybe something just not quite perfect on that, that situation. So the, the, you can't never beat vine ripe stuff. That's the way it's been through history. But now with modern technology, we can, you know, get food, put in the fridge for six months and leave it there and then ship it out to some other state or whatever. And that's good because, you know, more people can eat. But our goal, what we really want, we want local food. We want to pick, vine ripen, fresh, organic. You know, that way we get the full force, the full vitality, all the nutrients. And then our body can receive this. And as our body receives it, each of our organs starts to get a, uh, more nutrition, more vitamins, more minerals, more phytochemical. And then that organ function can come up. It's very unique. The Chinese medicine, they view each organ as a, um, uh, in a system they call the elements, so the five elements. So in the ancient time, they didn't know, they didn't have the terminology we have now. It's a different time, different era. So here we, nowadays, they call the respiratory system, the digestive system, uh, the urinary system. In the ancient time, they, they call them the elements. So they call the water element, fire element, the wood element, all these different elements. And um, it's kind of interesting because the urinary system today is the same as the ancient Chinese, what they call the water element. But inside that water element, there was a vast amount of information. So much, it um, is, is really quite detailed. I'd recommend you check it out on the computer. But all these these organs, they, uh, they, they work together as a team. And uh, when they eat proper food, proper nutrition, each organ is going to take a little something. Each requires a different type of nutrient, a mineral, phytochemical. In ancient Chinese, they believe that the... Um, Salty natured foods, they, uh, they have a tendency to uh, have an affinity with the kidney. And sour food has an affinity with the uh, liver. And things that are grown in the springtime have an affinity with the liver. So one of my favorite herbs for the liver, it just so happens to grow in the springtime, is dandelion. Dandelion root and the leaves are extremely beneficial to detoxify the liver. It's one of the great herbs of the world. So I, I recommend to eat that in your salad if you can buy it from the healthy store, the dandelion leaf. If you can enjoy a cup of dandelion tea, you do your liver a favor through our life. And uh, the other organs, for example, like the heart, the um, his flavor, he enjoys the bitter. Bitter foods have an affinity for the heart to help the heart out. And the, uh, it's very unique. The bitter foods or herbs have a unique nature to clean the blood and cool the blood from inflammation. So if you start to eat according to each organ, it's going to be very beneficial for you. And the, uh, the digestive system, it has an affinity towards sweeter foods. But of course, we don't want synthetic sweet. We don't want uh, chemical or refined sweet. We want natural sweets such as fruits and other foods that have a little rich sweet flavor. I'm not saying don't eat sugar, but if you do, I would prefer a whole cane sugar. It's uh, fresh, organic, and non-refined. So each of these organs, they have their own affinity with different flavors and natures and such. In ancient Chinese, they figured this out. But what happens modern day, 
most of the people, they don't even like bitter foods at all. So naturally, they're going to have a lot, a lot of heart issues because they're, they're missing something the heart really craves and wants. And uh, the number one uh, uh, killer in the United States is heart disease. So maybe you'd be doing yourself a favor if you started to uh, incorporate a little bit of bitter food into your diet. Go out and find those bitter vegetables and different foods that are bitter and incorporate in your diet to help the uh, circulation and such like that. So these are a few ideas, a few tips. And uh, I just wanted to talk also about, about the... Uh, these symptoms in the body, I'm going to go back to that. The uh, Essentially, we believe that there's four major, of course there's more, but there's four major attributes that, uh, that can cause problems for the physical body. One is uh, nerve damage or reduced blood flow from some type of injury or trauma that may have occurred when we're younger or several times throughout the life, you know, car accident here or there, a fall, you know, an injury, some kind of... Something that damaged your body, gave you trauma, and then and injured the nerves, the nervous system, and the, some kind of vascular circulation. And these go undetected for years. But what happens? One trauma, two trauma, 20 trauma, 100 trauma. Next thing, there's some decreased function in some aspect of the body. So we believe this is one of the aspects of the uh, that can contribute to symptoms and some health decline. Another one is, of course, very popular now is a hormonal imbalance. The hormones in the Chinese medicine, they call Jing, or essence if we translate it. In the modern medicine, we, uh, we can definitely do a great job by uh, testing the blood test to see the hormonal levels. But the, uh, the factor is, why do the hormones go low? They don't naturally go low. They should extend through our life. We should have enough to carry us through into our 50s or so. But these people nowadays in their 30s are getting uh, low hormones. And I'll tell you why. It's because we're on full throttle, running, running, running. We don't stop. We don't rest. We just go gung-ho. And uh, this is going to lead into my one of my next uh, podcasts is going to be about what the ancient uh, people had noticed about health and longevity. This is very important because if you have this information, it can uh, be a deciding factor on how you travel through life. Because when you have your health, it's great. We enjoy it. But when you don't have it, not only does it suck for you, I guarantee you, you're... You know, all your friends and family and all the people around your boss, they're, they're going to get a little irritated and agitated because you call in sick more frequently, you complain a lot, you can't do what you used to do, whether it's travel, maybe uh, with your spouse, you can't enjoy you know, certain things you know, with her. Friends, maybe you don't want to go on the weekend because you're suffering with different symptoms and issues. So the health, it is very, very important. But this, this hormone imbalance, I believe one of the big factors is we, we go too much. We run, 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 and then we're eating food that's a little deficient. You know, there's a study on the, uh, the spinach. I think it was from 1953 or something like that. They checked a plot of land in California, and they analyzed the spinach, and they kept the, uh, the uh, iron content level. And they rechecked again in the, uh, you know, maybe... In the 1990s, something like that. I think it was in the 90s, 97 or whatever. And they found out you have to eat 43 bowls of spinach today to eat one bowl of spinach in 1943. And uh, you can look online and see. I think I got the dates pretty, pretty darn close. But, uh, man, that's like eating empty food. And uh, this is not cool because imagine you work all week long. And you're so excited, like, great, I got this $500 paycheck coming, 
and your boss gives you the paycheck and says $500 on there, you go to the bank, and then the banker says, well, I'm sorry, the, uh, there's no money in the account. I can't give you anything. How would that make you feel? Now let's go to your body. No wonder why your body's screaming with symptoms and running low on hormones is because the endocrine system, the life force, the vitality, the phytochemicals, the nutrients, the vitamins, minerals, everything we want from our food to build everything our body needs to sustain itself is running short. It's running low. So the only way over that is you got to study your food, know where it comes from, what's, what, it's, uh, what, what has been done to it. And uh, if you can incorporate at least two or three wild things into your diet, that would be a wonderful thing for your whole life. So you just go out there and find out what you enjoy, whether it's wild Maine blueberries, some different types of seaweed, cup, wakame, hijiki. The, uh, these are going to be wonderful things. Check out others, you know, whatever it may be. I like wild fish, but of course not too much, not too little. Everything needs a balance. So the, uh, the hormones, these should be detected, you know, whether you do it with your regular doctor or you go to the, you know, other physician or whatever you, you, may, you may do. Find out your hormone levels, keep an eye on them, find a way to restore them. But I'm going to give you a little tip. The, uh, the way we do it, uh, we believe that the hormones are strongly connected into the endocrine system as well, like Western medicine. But Chinese medicine has a view that the, uh, the kidney system, the energetic aspect of the kidney, he's the main player. He's the master to control the entire endocrine system energetically, kind of like a mastermind. So our, our target, our goal is to go through the kidney and treat the kidney. So you want to keep your kidney function up. You want to keep the water up. You want to keep your kidney clean. It's your filter. If you don't do that, it may malfunction. You want to keep all the nutrients up and incorporate some herbs in your diet that may have a great benefit to your endocrine system, like Dung Chung Sha Sao called Cordyceps. Cordyceps mushroom is great. And then Rhodiola is great. There's a lot of great herbs out there that are going to be tonics to increase your uh, life force, your vitality. And uh, if you can keep these in your diet sporadically here and there, you're going to what? Uh, Preserve your hormone, you're going to extend the shelf life. They won't exhaust so quickly. Because just like a car with gasoline, if you run that thing all day long, you don't give it a break, you're driving all over town, I guarantee you're going to run out of gas very fast. If you're running your body full throttle, go, 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 I guarantee you're going to run out of gas pretty fast too. But the refined essence, the hormones, the jing in the Chinese medicine, the essence, is stored in the endocrine system throughout all of our endocrine glands, and the uh, Chinese style, like I mentioned, the, they believe the kidney is the mastermind to orchestrate the aspect of the whole endocrine system as one unit. So if we can take things to boost him up, you're going to do yourself a favor. Another aspect of uh, uh, part of the body why it may break down and produce a lot of symptoms toxicity. The, uh, so, so far we talked about three. There's totally four. I just want to do a little recap. Is uh, undetected nerve damage, redu reduced blood flow, hormonal imbalance, and the third one we're going to do is toxicity. The toxicity, folks, you got to keep an eye out because it's all around you. Whether you like it or not, a lot of times you can't even smell it in the environment. And you're going to inhale it, it's going to go into your bloodstream to the liver kidney. Some will get excreted, some will get stored in your fat and won't get removed at all. And it'll stay with you until you go back to the, uh, until the heaven to call your number. But anyways, this toxicity, we want to make sure that uh, our environment is clean and safe. And then we know what kind of uh, chemicals are getting released from different aspects of our home, such as the uh, from a new couch, new carpet, paint, glues, moldings. The worst house is going to probably be the worst. They, they say the uh, worst, uh, the, the, the interior environment of our home, it can be like, uh, 
LA, like with the, the uh, smog and stuff. So some of the houses, if you look on the environmental working group or the EPA, you can read about different things in the house, the cleanliness of indoor air and stuff. And I recommend every day open your windows and door, let the fresh air blow through. But not only just the air, what are you putting on your body? What kind of chemicals are you putting that you didn't even know are chemicals? When was the last time you wanted to eat your uh, your uh, your skin lotion or your hair, your hair stuff or your shaving cream or your perfume? Would you put that in your mouth? Well, your, your lungs are the biggest organ in your body, folks, and your lungs are going to absorb all this stuff. So if you won't eat it, don't put it on your skin or, at all because your body's going to absorb it anyway. And that's going to get into your lymph, your capillary blood flow system, right into the liver, kidney, and get stored in fat. And some of it will get removed, some of it won't. But uh, we've got to keep an eye on this. The other aspect of toxicity is going to be the, uh, the, uh, the food, the chemicals on the food, the pesticide on the big algae that are organic. If you can get wild when you can, do it. If you can get local grown organic from a local farmer that, that you trust, that you know what he's doing to his food, that, uh, that's going to be your, your ultimate level. So I recommend these things. The last, uh, the last area of, um, that can break down the body is the uh, nutritional deficiencies. And I kind of mentioned this already with the uh, idea about the spinach, but uh, I, I'd highly recommend to watch out for refined food. Anything that's been bleached and refined, such as white sugar, salt, flour, rice, they're so beautiful and white because there's no minerals in them. They've been taken out completely stripped clean. So these foods, what we call, we call them empty foods. So if you want to get an empty paycheck from your boss and go to the bank and there's nothing in it, just keep eating these refined foods and smile while you're doing them because they're basically not going to provide nutrition to your system. And actually, as you do eat a refined food and uh, bleached food, when there's no nutrients and minerals in them, the body is really going to have to do a lot of work to break it down, and it's going to expend a lot more life force energy than what you will get out of uh, out of it. So keep an eye on these things. It's better to have sea salt, you know, brown rice, you know, wheat flour, and the uh, other aspects. Keep everything, you know, more whole, more natural, and if you can, you know, organic. That would be the best thing. So these are the four aspects we believe that can uh, break the body down, break the function down. We call the the nerve damage, reduce reduce blood flow. Hormonal imbalance, toxicity, and nutritional deficiencies. There's a lot more, but these are at the uh, the head of the head of the snake. They're the biggest aspects of them. So I hope that gives you a little bit of an insight. Uh, I'm gonna sign off. Today was a great day. I hope you have a very inspired day. It looks like the week's gonna be a great week. We got good weather, everything. Hope you guys have a great day, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.